Hey, Chris, it's great to talk to you again. It's been a while, my friend. And man, I'm so happy for all your success. I listen all the time. And I'm just honored I finally get to be on the show with you. <laughs> yes, I am honored to have you as part of it, my friend. Uh, Chris, talk about the things that you're doing. Talk about Sports Geeks USA and the radio network you've put together. Yeah. Um, thanks, Chris. It's, uh, it's been a labor of love. You know, I've, I've always loved sports. Um, from playing uh, sports all my life, um, you know, getting the double-A baseball and um, watching my two daughters grow up and her, their friends um, play sports. And I've always had a passion for people who played sports the right way. Um, and sometimes you got to call them out. Sometimes you got to uh, sit down and you got to have some honest conversations with people who, who mess up a little bit around the don't necessarily, uh, maybe they hit, do the wrong hits uh, and they're taking you got to take them to task on, on activities in life. But, you know, Sports Geeks USA is about that. There's geeks out there. There's sports people out there who enjoy it. It doesn't matter who you are, what, you're, what you believe in, what your politics, what your lifestyle is. If you love sports, the Sports Geeks Radio Network is someplace to have a conversation. Talk about sports. We don't want to have the arguments that are out there. You know, I, one of my good friends is, is Mad Dog. And sometimes he just gets a little carried away. And I have to be like, dude, <laughs> dude, dude, your blood pressure meds. Get your blood pressure meds out. <laughs> and we want to have conversations. We want to talk. We want to have, but it's all in good conversation. And I, I'm, I'm huge on that, Chris. As you've known over the years, communication is key. No matter if it's with your wife, your children, your employees, your staff, um, Friends, your Yankees versus Red Sox, Dodgers versus Padres, the Buffalo Bills versus whoever this week. It's all about good communication and the love of sports. So, Chris, I got to get your thoughts on on Wisconsin sports, uh, particularly right now with the, your Milwaukee Brewers. Think they still got a chance to make the postseason? They they got a chance. Um, you know, we, we keep an eye on them. They're there are several games over 500 right now. Uh, they're playing the Mets. Um, Willie Adamas has been hitting the par out of the ball lately. Um, you know, he's got more homers at the shortstop position than, than anybody else. He's hit, uh, he hit over 30 again, um, this year. So fantastic to see him doing this. Wisconsin's got great sports, but the big thing and for you and I, man, we have some golf courses up here, Chris. I yeah, think were, uh, we saw a little golf event last year that uh, that kind of put the number one most point on those international boys last year. But uh, yeah, we got right? some great courses too. Yeah, oh, so talk about that because I think I think Wisconsin golf is very underrated. I mean, we all know about Whistling Straits and and Aaron Hills, but you got a lot of other great golf courses that fly under the radar that people don't know enough about. Oh my gosh, Chris, it is incredible. Sure, you get to see them, but think about this. We, we're going to have the senior open at Century World in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Um, Century Insurance, of course, owns the facilities and put millions into it after they decided to renovate it a couple of years ago. Phenomenal track. We got a track in the upper northern part of Wisconsin, um, about, about three hours now from uh, Milwaukee that Completely renovated. It's, it's a, a brand new facility that is uh, uh, 18 or 36 holes, excuse me, plus 
Um, the dunes out there, phenomenal facility. You got the bull that is being renovated that is in Sheboygan County over there by the Aaron Hills. And, and still, I, I personally feel, and maybe it's because I worked there and I was very fortunate to be Mr. Kohler's caddy a couple of times, whistling, uh, Black Wolf Run. You got the Meadow Valley course. You've got the river course. The original courses where they used to play the Anderson Consulting World Tournament. Just still outstanding courses. And you can still go down to Geneva National and you can play a player course, a Trevino course, or a Nicholas course. And this state is so blessed. I can't play them all in a year. And, and to be honest, I don't know if I want to. My body's falling apart from playing so many rounds of golf. <laughs> But yeah, Chris, why does why does Wisconsin golf go so far under the radar? Why are, why don't we know enough about the great places that you have to play there? I think it's one word that comes into it, and it's weather. Everybody thinks of Wisconsin; they think of cold. Um, they don't they don't do their research. And you know, we're very fortunate. The, the state of Wisconsin Golf Magazine ranked them in the upper echelons of states to go and play course play golf at. Um, and, you know, Mr. Kohler, uh, God rest his soul, just passed away last week. Uh, he really promoted that. You know, if it wasn't for him, Aaron Hills wouldn't have been developed. If it wasn't for him, the bull wouldn't have been developed. You know, they've got more courses that they're going to develop on the other side of whistling straights that he wants to do. Um, and so he really put an effort into it with his hotels and, and to really push the envelope up here and bringing bringing fans and bringing golfers to Wisconsin in cold and inclement weather. Now, you've never played a course until you got to Whistling Straits and you played that course the opening weekend in March when snow is flying and rain is flying and you're up against that Lake Michigan. <laughs> you would swear to God you're in Ireland. You would truly swear <laughs> to God maybe you're playing one of the Scottish courses. It's incredible. Wow. No, no doubt. Trust me. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, as I was doing the research for you coming on the show and looking at some of those courses outside of Aaron Hills and, and Whistling Straits, which obviously we're all dying to play. I'm looking into some of the others like the Bull, I, I got to get to Wisconsin. I got to tee it up there. That place is fantastic. I'll tour you around. Chris, let's switch gears a little and bit. And we'll go. There you go. You got it. What's there you the go. next one? The main topic around the game of golf right now is obviously Live Golf and the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Give me your thoughts. What what do you is, is live golf? Is it is it good for professional golf? Is it bad for professional golf? What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know that's a great question, and I I, I have these conversations with folks all the time on the uh, with the Sports Geeks Radio Network, uh, SGRN. Uh, I tend to take politics out of life. Uh, I, I realize that country, what people think, what people do, things that have happened. I look at it as a sport. You've got golf. I love golf. I think my own personal opinion, and I, there are others who believe my golf is great. And no matter how you're playing your golf game, it's great. And I look at this as an event or as an opportunity now in life for us golfers and for the tours. Now, mind you, there's 24 different tours, 23 different tours, and Liv is actually 24 different tour out there. 23 of them have the official world golf ranking activities, which, mind you, they just changed their world golf rankings 
concepts. Um, this week it's official as of August. Um, I think personally, live is a good thing. I like the team events. Notice the PGA didn't start to do anything until after live started and they saw the popularity of that. Are there some things that live should change? Absolutely. First year out of thing, fifth event out there, there's some things that they need to possibly change. Great. But the PGA has things that they need to change as well. They need to come to Jesus and they also need to say, you know what, we're, we've got, we've got problems in our own house. We need to clean those up to make us a better tour. Like, I'll give you an example, Chris. I love golf so much. I had no idea the Fortnite tournament was going on this past weekend. And Max, who was the highest ranked golfer in the event, won the event. No, didn't even, didn't even see it on my radar. I was following Live all weekend. I had it on my dish. I was listening to Charity. I was excited about it. I'm right down here. I, I ended up going down to Chicago after I got home from Orlando. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, I take the politics out, take everything else out of it, and I look at golf. But yet, I think both groups need to tweak some things if they're going to come together. And I also think Liv needs to tweak some things if they're going to become part of the official world golf um, activities on there. And I, and I and one other point on that, I also think that the OWGR made some changes. And, and as a matter of fact, I, I walked through their 20-point presentation that they have on their website now. If they weren't gearing this toward the folks at Live, I don't know. Because even Brandel Chambly made a comment on at the President's Cup today. It sure does look like this fits what they're trying to do at Live, but this has been in the works since 2017. So there are some things such as core setup is now is involved, field sizes involved, cut sizes, how those um, setups and how they they don't need to do what they used to do, and they're taking more of the metrics from today's metrics on the field sizes and how many um, how many events you play, and you can get a 0 0.1 um, rating. I think that they're going to work something out. I think they're going to become a tour, and I think that they're going to both work together to figure out, do you need to be a 72 pole event? Look at what they did with the hero event. You know, and again, I'm going to quote the guy, Brandel Chambly. Liked his commenting. He was a professional golfer. He's gotten further ahead in golf than I ever will in my life. He's opinionated. Love it. I love it when people talk. Sometimes a little too much. But he made a comment um, in regards to them calling them traitors, calling them this and that. Um, I don't like those types of comments towards people. You don't know what's happening in that man's dining room table with him and his wife sitting across from each other, why they're making that decision, what's best for them. I think we need to calm down the rhetoric a little bit, look at it from a golfer standpoint, and look and see how we can advance the game of golf together. Just a couple more before I let you go. I want to get, get your yeah. thoughts. How do you think that, how do you think the majors are going to end up dealing with the, the guys that have gone over to live? Do you think the past champions are going to be allowed to come back, invited back to play 
in the majors in the players championship? Or do you think they come out and get behind the PGA tour and ban the players that have left to go to live? So they should allow any past champion to play. If you won the Masters, you got a lifetime pass. You should be allowed to come back. Slide on team. You are a champion. Yeah. You should come back. Cam Smith, he won. Oh, he won two of the majors this year. Should be allowed to come back and play in his events next year. He's allowed according to the rules and regulations of the major tournament, which only one is run by the PGA of America. If they want to say, nope, we're no longer going to allow that, well, then they, they need to start looking in the mirror. Because if you're just going to cut them out for that, you know, I, I, I take this, I, I made this comparison to somebody the other day. Jumbo Ozaki, when Jumbo was over in Japan, he crushed it. He was killing it. He was the number one Japanese player forever. Came over to the States, that dude couldn't play for Squadoosh. And it was because <laughs> Still was in the top 10 though, was always in the top 10 rankings because of the way that it was set up in Japan. Now, was that right? No, not necessarily. But that's why you make modifications and work with each other on why, what, how a field is, how the course is ranked and set up compared to, that's why they always say majors are more difficult because the courses are set up to bring out the best and the best players. Well, when you have the best players playing in these live events, who are some of the top players in the world right now, how can you not say that some of those courses are not the best in the world? Because they absolutely are, according to Golf Magazine. They're some of the best mm-hmm. golf courses. Pumpkin Ridge. Pumpkin Ridge is no longer a, a top five course. Come on, Brandel Chambly. You need to, you need <laughs> to check that ego at the door. Chris, before I let you go, let our listeners know, how can they stay up to date with what you're doing and stay up to date with all the things that you're doing over there at SGRN and then follow you online and on social media? Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. So the first one, of course, is always on Twitter. Um, I, I can be found. I'm personally the Milwaukee Sports Geek. I'm MKE Sports Geek um, on my Twitter. Um, I also have my some of my personal on Twitter. I think we have right now, like, 18 or 19 different sports geeks, different Twitter feeds that uh, we run, plus my other companies that I deal with, um, that I do sponsorships and corporate activities with. Um, and then, you know, you can always go to our website, hear us uh, in our, our uh, stations. You know, we like to say that we're the uh, we're the common man's barstool sports. So uh, feel free to uh, pick us up anytime around there. And, you know, we're always looking for good conversation. Chris, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come and be a part of this show. I hope you'll come back, share more of your thoughts, and then update us on all the great things going on in Wisconsin golf sometime soon, my friend. You're a treat. Chris, my buddy, uh, next time you're up here, give me a call. We'll go play hit, uh, hit the stick, and then we'll go get some good food up at the American Club up in Kohler. I look forward to it. Take care, Chris. All the best Thanks, to you and your family. We'll catch up soon. You too. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. That is Chris Carter. Again, MKE Sports Geek is where you can find him on social media. Sports Geeks USA is the radio network that he's put together. And like he talked about, Wisconsin golf is fantastic. Way under the radar for all of us. Love to get up there sometime and check out all the fantastic golf courses that they have available up there. And look forward to having Chris back as as he talks about more of the great golf courses that 
There are up there that we can put together. It's not just Aaron Hills and it's not just Whistling Straits. There's a bunch of great golf courses in Wisconsin. Chris is doing a great job with his radio network on all the great things. It's not just golf, like he said. Check him out online and give him a follow on Twitter.